you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I believe every All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome aboard the Fat Sundays Fantasy Football League potty. We appreciate you joining. Go ahead and tell everybody that you're the man, even if you're 0-4, 3-1, Tell them that you're the man. We have got a lot to get into here this week. Another crazy week uh, in the NFL, but I believe, at least to me, This week was the epitome of fantasy football. Some good things, some bad things, some of the unpredictable happened, and I can't wait to get into it with you. But I'm going to be completely honest. This week was a bit messy, so the potty's probably going to be messy this week. So if I were you, I'd grab a wet wipe, grab some Clorox, grab some bleach. It's going to be a a nasty one aboard the potty here this week. So uh, it's probably going to be about me. Uh, like me and, and my wife training our two-year-old to use the potty. It hasn't gone well. We found surprises all over the house, and that's probably what we're going to have here uh, on the potty this week. But to get this week five, episode six started, it wouldn't be a good start to the podcast, to the week, or fair to you kind people if we didn't have our birthday boy. Our week five, my week five opponent, but you all might know him as the commish. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I just want to say thank you for that little uh, birthday shot out there, Ross. You know, turning 30 has been uh, has been something Um, great birthday overall. Uh, but we can get into that a little bit later. Um, excited to have this uh, special guest on that we have for you tonight. Um, Ross, if we want to go ahead and try and patch him in, let's go ahead and do that. Um, got a little bit later of a start here tonight. I'm going to kind of switch a few things up. We'll have the special guest on, do a few reviews, previews, some bold predictions. And, uh, you know, we have, we have some other segments that we like throwing in now, some dad jokes, and uh, we'll go on from there. But uh definitely like ross said we have a lot of things going on this week that uh truly are something that we need to keep uh keep an eye on with covid tests who's playing who isn't playing and we'll go over those uh rules on the alternates because uh that tends that that seemed to have uh confused a few uh league members <clears throat> uh daniel contra to uh to, to do something, you know, a little out of the blue here. But um, but looks like we got our special guest on here. Very excited to have him on tonight. Uh, he is the winner of the most uh, Worst Contra Awards. And, uh, you know, we're really uh, excited to have him on. Very lucky here tonight. Um, without further ado, Ryan Contra uh, does OBJ in the woods. Uh, my first question for you tonight, Ryan, is um, how many uh, salt- hard seltzers have you had? Tonight or this football tonight. season? Tonight. Um, zero tonight. Uh, had a late dinner after doing some yard work in the new house. Went to the grocery store. Thought about picking some up. 
but did zero zero seltzers tonight. But I did find a new recipe to make. Instead of beer can chicken, you make white claw chicken. Wow, that sounds so, nice. So maybe maybe I'll try that. That sounds good. If you wouldn't mind pushing the recipe into uh, the league notes, that would be great. I think all of us would enjoy it. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Jordan to make for us on the smoker. Yeah, you know, Jordan loves to smoke things. You love to buy houses. You know, let's Steve, get... Steve also likes smoking things. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> that sounds, uh, you know, I think we all have our very own special things that we bring to the table here, and, uh, and I really appreciate that. Ross, any qu- first question for the man? Uh, well, the first thing that I need to throw in here is I had no idea. I think Steve and I need to be better friends. Um <laughs> The first question, and this might be, Ryan, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This might be the hardest question that I've asked any of our podcast members. Uh, first question I have is, can you try to explain the difference to me between left and right? So I got this cool trick. Um, if you put your, your hands up and you make an L, that's your left. And then your other oh. one is right. I absolutely love that trick. It's a great trick, dude. Maybe maybe you should use that on your children. Uh, I um, they I am their father. They are their father's sons. They're lost. <laughs> it's over already. Um, so, as I've asked everybody, I want to get behind the essence of the of the team name. Right? It it defines a lot about your season, how you put your squad together. Um, What's behind the name? Does OBJ shit in the wood? When the season started, I didn't have a didn't have a great name picked out. My team was could have been in the top fifty ESPN ranked All Stars. Maybe that would have worked. But um, then this crazy story. I don't know if you've heard it or not, but apparently OBJ likes to get shit on. Um, and as a Browns fan, they got just pooped on week one down in the dumps thinking, you know, same old Browns, maybe, maybe all the players like to get pooped on. And, um, so then I just was, was wondering if the old adage was true. Like if a bear shits in the wood, do bear shit in the woods and I have Robert Woods on my team. So then I was wondering if OBJ got shit on in the woods. So that's, that's the team name. Yeah. It seems like, uh, the poop, smell in the locker room has really seemed to uh, got the Cleveland Browns as a whole uh, together and really decided to put a good product out there in the field. You know, definitely an unorthodox way to really get those uh, team players out there and in the right state of mind. Um, I know we're a little concerned about Nick Chubb for the Cleveland Browns, uh, but, you know, obviously looks okay with Kareem Hunt there. But, um, Ryan, uh, my, my question for you is, uh, what do you think you're going to do here to, to get a little turnaround of the season? Obviously not a great start. Are you confident that you'll be able to turn it around? Any sort of – can you give us a little snippet? Is this going to be a comeback story for the ages? You know, um, what, what's, what's, what's the state of mind here? What, what are we going to do to get this season turned around? Uh, yeah, so not worried yet. Not worried yet. Um, should have a couple players coming back from bye weeks this week. Look, I killed the draft. There's no question about that. What you can't predict is injuries and COVID. Haven't had any of the COVID, but I've had every single person get hurt this year. Like, literally haven't played a week where, like, not one of my players hasn't gotten hurt. Um, Should have beat Dylan. 
Um, but Russell Wilson threw like six touchdowns last minute, you know, touchdown barely beat me out there. Um, thought I was going to beat Cullen. Um, he that one out. It's not like I'm getting blown out. Like I'm not scoring like 70 points and losing by 50 every week. So, uh, not worried yet. You only have to beat four people to get in the playoff. Uh, there's plenty of time. COVID could just fucking wreck anyone's team at any time. Right? Like you could literally have four games canceled in a week plus bye weeks are coming up like we're all fucked like i just want to point that out like if they cancel covid on a week where there's already six teams on bye we're going to be starting like antonio brown who doesn't even play on a team so i'm not worried yet um talk to me in a couple weeks i'll probably be like three and four the Browns will probably be six and one, and we'll just—it's just gonna be the best football season ever. A lot of confidence coming out there, and I really appreciate you know that confidence seems to have uh, gotten you to uh, you know a lot of successful seasons in this league. Um, definitely wanted to bring up the matchup between the youngest brother of the family here. Um, do you think that this is the week that you get it turned around against uh, Steve with all the injuries? I didn't even know who I was playing yet this week. Um, so, great time to play Steve. Uh, losing Eckler and Chubb. You know, don't wish Chubb was playing. Um, fun fact, played against Kareem Hunt in both leagues last, last week. Just so happened to play, you know, against him in each each league that uh, he becomes the starter. So, would have been nice if that, that didn't happen. Um, but... Um, I mean, Steve's team, uh, he didn't he didn't draft um, many backup running backs, I don't think. So, with Chubb and Eckler, he's going to be struggling. Um, we'll see. I think I think I can get a win if, if uh, Chris Godwin and A.J. Brown come back. Okay. Um, Ross, I got two more questions for him here. Um, I, I'm going to do this one. I'll let you, get, let you uh, switch off. If all three Contra brothers entered into a UFC cage – Who's coming out of that? Uh, define coming out, because I think Steve did that a while ago. <laughs> Who's coming out of that octagon? All, all burn. <laughs> Every conjure walks in, you know. You um, know brothers. I, mean, I think that that it would be close, right? Because because Daniel's got like this super dad bod. Um, but like no stamina, like would be winded after like 25 seconds. Steve, Steve, probably the best, the best shape, but we all know Steve's records and fights, like not, not good record. Um, and then for me, I'm, I just, you know, one swing and if my shoulder doesn't pop out, then maybe, maybe I'll be able to, to keep going. But, um, I think I'd have to go Dan just cause dad, dad bod is, it's dad strength, man. You, you can't you can't beat up dads. Uh, you know that that's a great analogy. I, that's something I would pay a pay per view uh, price for easily to watch as a as a contra brother brawl to see who would walk out on top of that. Ross, uh, next question for the guy. What are you gonna be for Halloween? <laughs> um, TBD, I guess. Um, not not quite sure yet. Um, is that even allowed? I'm, I'm pretty, 
pretty sure that trick-or-treating should be banned. Um, mostly just so that I can eat all the Reese cups that I buy by myself instead of giving them out to these um, children with, with really shitty costumes. Understandable. Right? It's, uh, that's something that I plan on doing, loading up on lots and lots of candy, maybe giving some out to the kids in my house, and then eating the rest. Um, but you can still dress up. Make it a play night for yourself. So the only uh, only other question that I've got is how do you prepare your teams week to week? Uh, how, what's your ritual? Do you do you start early? Do you just wing it last minute? And if you're in any other leagues, like you mentioned a, a few minutes ago, like do you have a lot of similar guys on your team, or are you just kind of fighting against yourself in each one of those leagues? Like if you've got Zeke in one league, but you're playing Zeke in another league. How do you manage it? And also, to tag onto that question, obviously I'm a big food guy, and I believe food preparation going into a fantasy day, whether it's Thursday night or Sunday morning, what are your food rituals, too, kind of going into that? Does that enter into your thought process of who I'm going to start, how you handle those situations? I mean, this is this is uh, one of my two leagues that I'm in that's um, long longstanding. Um, I play against Colin in both. Um, this year, I do not have a big overlap of guys um, kind of spread, mostly just because in my other league, I drafted all Chiefs because I figured if, you know, if Code was going to ruin the season, I was just going to live and die by, by the Chiefs. So I took CEH, Tyreek Hill, and Patrick Mahomes. So that was really fun, too, Monday nights ago when I was down 65 points and one. Um, but – no, I don't don't I try not to um overlap or like lock in on certain players, just let let the draft board come to you. Um I drafted in different spots in both leagues, so the guys kinda weren't there uh to overlap this year. Um but in terms of prepping prepping the team, um this year's been interesting because you can kind of abuse the IR system. So um, I've been waiting to set my lineup until people are ruled out. And then that way I don't have to drop people um, like Mike Williams. I think I've put on IR every week and then just picked up a, a different wide receiver. Um, maybe I shouldn't give that tip away, but um, that's, that's kind of how it's, so it's been like Sunday morning. Uh, normally wake up, do a little couple, couple chores, read some tweets, some hot tweets by uh, Adam Schefter, um, and then set the lineup, do some, do some DraftKings lineups, um, fire up the, the uh, Daily Roto to, to look at the projections for that. And that can help you a lot of times in terms of uh, who to pick up on the waiver wire last minute if there's a, like, a, like a random wide receiver that, that they think might pop. So I've got a couple different things I'll look into. But um, in terms of food um, – it depends if I'm going solo or if Lauren's home for for the for the fatness. Um, she doesn't tend to like to be as fat as I do, so um, it's gr- it's great when I can get like 13 hours of uninterrupted football and fatness because uh, she's working. <laughs> um, maybe mixing a little video games while playing as well. Um, but then just you know, one o'clock comes and you, you lock in uh, Red Zone and the Browns have been on national TV four weeks in a row, so I got that on the other screen. And we're just we're just rocking and rolling three and one Browns. The Browns are real. Um, they're going to rush for three thousand two hundred yards as a team this year. 
I do agree. They they have probably the best back in the league. Yes, I, I would I would second that. I believe that uh, Mr. Hunt himself is the uh, best back in the league. Mm-hmm. Ross, any any other questions for Mr. Uh, Mr. Ryan Contra? Um, no, I, uh, you know, I think we, we covered it. I appreciate the, the answers, a lot of, you know, a lot of good information. I appreciate you helping me with my left and my right. Um, hoping you could give me some direction on a Halloween costume, but that's, you know, I, uh, I appreciate it. Um, but I appreciate the time coming yeah. on, man. And, um, we're looking forward to, to seeing where this season goes from here. I mean, I love the optimism, even though it's, uh, not the start that you wanted, I like that you're not down in the dumps because I feel like a lot of people at 0-4, myself included, uh, would have not been as optimistic. So I, I absolutely love the positivity coming out of does OBJ shit in the woods right there. Your team has a good leader at this point. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, letting Lauren know that we appreciate uh, her letting you come on tonight and uh, really appreciate you know taking time of your night. I know it's got a little late. Uh, look forward to uh, seeing you during the season, man. We'll see if this 0-4 turns into a comeback story, you know, worth uh, worth telling our kids one day. Uh, really appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for coming on tonight. All right, guys, and uh, just just wanted to again wish you a happy birthday, Commissioner Jiminy. I hope that I hope that you get your birthday wish to one day uh, talk to Aaron Rodgers in person. Um, but until then, you know, we'll we'll stick to hypothetical dreams and, and other random things that you have about about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I really, I, I think me and Aaron Rodgers would have a great uh, personal relationship if he ever decided to want to be my friend. I would only be so lucky to get into the mind of everything that he's done outside of football and on the football field. You know, uh, I think we'd have a great relationship. So appreciate that. Um, Ross, I'm good to uh, go ahead and dive into the uh, reviews here from last week. If, uh, if you uh, are good to roll with that. Absolutely. And I uh, bet Aaron Rodgers would want to be your friend. <laughs> Thanks. Wink, wink. <laughs> you know, he could uh, he could be my friend in any way that he wanted to. You know, I don't really give that uh, option up to a lot of people. So, um, you know, he's a great guy and I'm sure uh, I'm sure uh, he would treat me with the most up respect. Um, but uh, all right, let's uh, go ahead and dive in here to these uh, reviews. Fill up all of his holes. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start with the uh, matchup between uh, Cullen and myself. Um, you know, I had a little bit of anxiety and stress going into Sunday night, Monday, Monday, uh, Monday night in the evening. I actually didn't think that the Packers were going to have as good of a showing have missing Devonte Adams, missing Alan Lazard. Um, I honestly did, didn't know who Aaron Rodgers was going to throw to because I have, I used, I was on the MVS train, but I have hopped off hard. That guy is a big bag of doo-doo. I mean, he is absolutely doo-doo and he's probably going to go take a doo-doo on OBJ's chest and give him more talent. Um, because MVS, I am not looking forward to, watching him ever again um but pleasant surprise robert tunyon might be saving aaron Rodgers' fantasy football career here um really appreciated a tight end coming into green bay and catching a few balls and uh looking to be a real real sure-handed guy when it gets to the red zone there um 
Aaron Rodgers really showed out. Didn't didn't like the idea of Aaron Jones taking a few touches back towards uh, Jamal Williams, but uh, the two Aarons really got together here and said, "Listen, your name's Aaron, my name's Aaron. Let's figure something out. I'll throw you the ball. You score a touchdown. We'll we'll get this uh, W for the Jelly Beans this week." And uh, really, uh, I was you know, Colin came out fiery and red. Um, Definitely dodged a bullet with uh, Drew Brees not going off on Detroit. Too bad. Um, but I feel like the outlier in this matchup was Kenyon Drake. Uh, not really putting up that many points. Thought he was going to be a top top running back this week. Um, definitely looking like Mike Davis and James uh, Robinson are still like great pickups by Cullen. Um, I still see Cullen's team being able to move forward in the week, but really, really glad I got out with the W. Yeah, no, I agree. It was a great matchup. Um, I, I had a little bit higher hopes coming into it uh, that this would be a little bit closer. But like you said, uh, the two Aarons really got together, uh, put together a pretty good week. Um, I figured Breeze would have a couple more yards against Detroit there. Detroit's kind of reeling a little bit. Uh, and uh, you know, Kenyon Drake again against Carolina. Carolina's defense has been a, a bit porous in all, all facets. So I, I really thought that Drake would have a bigger, uh, bigger game. But, um, you know, a lot to, lot to overcome. You know, Amari Cooper really did his best. Uh, he caught, I think he was like 15, uh, 15 receptions. And then uh, the touchdown there, which was a phenomenal touchdown. Uh, I don't like to give the Cowboys too much credit, but the co- amount of concentration he had catching that ball was, uh, was pretty legit. Um, you know, great showing by Mike Davis and the Rams defense against the Giants. But uh, just a little bit too much for, for Collins' team to be able to overcome. Uh, and George Kittle finally getting back out there, um, really putting up some points. So good matchup this week. Uh, but um, like I said, I had a feeling that you were going to come away with the win and um, got that one right. So congratulations, Kamish, birthday boy. Um, and Cullen, you know, uh, like you said, I, I think he's he's got a pretty good team moving forward uh, as long as guys can continue to stay healthy. But as Ryan so poignantly put it, we are fucked. Uh, yeah, really appreciate Colin letting me grab a grab a win for my birthday. You know that was very kind of him. You know, previous champion. I know that wasn't hard for him to do, or hard for him to do was to, to let that one go. Um, let's go ahead and dive into the next matchup here: um, Philip Oliver Holes versus GIB KCID. And let me tell you, you know, Philip Oliver Holes was really looking to uh, come up with a crazy tactic this week and uh, throw everything he had at uh, the old uh, backwards wiener here. Um, and with OBJ really saying, you know, I'm going to come at you with everything I got. I'm going to run a touchdown. I'm going to f- catch a touchdown. You know, hell, won't you let Jarvis Landry be quarterback? I don't know. I'm going to put points on the board. And let me tell you, it was one hell of a tactic. And, uh, Kyler Murray's showing up too. He's he seems to be a person who's uh, going to be able to be relied on this year in fantasy. Uh, but all the other um, cast members for uh, Philip Oliver Holes didn't catch that memo. Um, they were really looking to get a, a big win this week, but uh, GIB KCID said no. I am big dick backwards here, and I will not let you do that. Dak Prescott seems to be always in a losing position to where he is going to have to put up a ton of points. So Matt is looking to reap the benefits of Dallas Cowboys not having a defense. And Dak is looking to prove that I am willing to put the ball in the air and put up as many points as possible to get uh, 
Matt a win. Uh, looking good, Melvin Gordon. Definitely didn't see him being this good this year. I thought Philip Lindsay was going to pull it away, but that injury seemed to sh- give the coach more confidence in Melvin Gordon and uh, giving him the rock. Matt's team's really scary. Matt's, Matt has put up a ton of points. Um, I was very lucky against him to get a win uh, with only a point, less than a point difference. This guy's looking to make big strides this year. If barring injury, this guy is looking to go deep. That's all I got to say. And nobody wants that to go deep when it's big backwards. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, this was a, a good matchup. I, I thought it was going to be a little bit closer than it was. As we talked about last week, I'm pretty sure that OBJ took my advice and put the plastic wrap down on his chest before the game. You know, it gives you the same sensation. You get to feel everything. Uh, but he didn't have to spend as much time cleaning up, so he was fresh and ready for the game. He just was able to take that and then toss it uh, normally. So um, really – uh, really good showing uh, at OBJ this week. Uh, kind of got back to his, his his roots a little bit there. I uh, thought Kyler Murray would have uh, a little bit better of a game. You know, thirty point or almost thirty points is nothing to shake a stick at. But Carolina um, didn't see them coming away with a win that week, and I really expected bigger things out of Arizona uh, and uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire um, against New England. But Belichick always seems to find a way to bottle up the stars like like Mahomes and. CEH there. Um, but again, like you said, on the other side, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, Dak Prescott continuing to put up a lot of points, 45 points this week, uh, albeit he cannot get a win in any way, shape or form, which I enjoy seeing that as well. But, um, you know, Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon playing some really poo-poo defenses, uh, really, really showing up. Melvin Gordon had a, a huge second half uh, scoring the two touchdowns there. So, uh, another good win out of Matt's team, and I will also second that notion of his team being very, very scary. Uh, two and two does not really define what Matt's season is right now. Uh, he could easily, easily be uh, four and zero at this point, uh, putting up 140 plus in uh, four um, or three, excuse me, of the of the four weeks here. So it's a, it's definitely a scary. Scary team moving forward. Yep. Let's go ahead and dive into the next matchup here. Uh, we are going to move into Nick stealing Hurton and Munching on Rugs. This was the worst Contra of the Week award. Um, before we dive into it, by far the award winner this week was Daniel Contra. Uh, not only for losing the matchup, but getting the whole alternate thing with our players. Uh, incorrect making me have to dive into that and then also me trying to uh, get him on as well as a guest and say you know oh sorry didn't see that i have a kid um you know didn't uh you worst contra of the week award that's all i'm gonna say uh dan i think we have something uh for that <laughs> there you go worst contra of the week award um First, first of all, I got all I have to say is it's a good thing Steve got this win. Steve's sitting at three and three and one, third in the league, and let's see how he's going to be able to do this. Um, his team played well. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson putting up exactly what he's projected. You always like to see a quarterback getting at least that. Um, Stephon Diggs looking to be a great wide receiver for fantasy this year. As long as the weather's good in Buffalo, I see Josh Allen getting him the ball a lot, obviously. And Adam Thielen's looking to be a 
premier wide receiver saying, I don't need digs. Listen, these guys splitting up is probably the best thing that ever happened to Steve's team. These guys are looking to put up a ton of points. Uh, as for munching on rugs, I have been on the Calvin Ridley train, obviously, every single week. Putting up zero points against Green Bay, did not see that coming. Um, definitely thought that Calvin Ridley was going to be able to pull this one out for Daniel Contra. But uh, Steve had something up his uh, up his sleeve. I don't know what he did to Calvin Ridley. I don't know if he drove to his house personally and showed him a certain aspect of his body that uh, that he didn't want to see, and it just he wasn't able to perform this week. I'm not sure. I don't know if Steve, you know, did use some performance enhancing drugs on him. I don't know. But Calvin Ridley did not show up, and that is where this week lied. Daniel Contra got the loss. Steve, congratulations. Let's see how you deal with uh, Chubb and uh, Eckler not not being able to be there for you in the weeks to come. Looking forward to see how this GM is going to work that. Yeah, I think it's a great point. Um, definitely tough, uh, tough matchup uh, to, to lose Nick Chubb and, and Austin Eckler. Uh, here in this, this, this matchup this week between the, the two Contra brothers, uh, this was an absolute slap fight. Uh, to see who really wanted the worst Contra of the Week award most. And uh, not only was it a terrible slap fight, they put oven mitts on to make sure that nothing uh, hurt anybody. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson and Ezekiel Elliott, not great games, uh, or at least not a Lamar Jackson-type game. Not as bad as it was against Kansas City. Um, but especially playing Washington, you definitely expect somebody like Lamar Jackson to come up and just absolutely blaze the competition on a, uh, an absolute dumpster fire of a team. Um, Elliott against Cleveland, I expected a little bit more. I had him in another league, uh, and he really didn't do much. Um, you know, this is a this is a tough matchup to to kind of talk about just because there wasn't a whole lot going on. But uh, it's kind of hard for for Steve's team. I mean, obviously drafted a great team, put a good product on uh, week to week. But Chubb and Eckler going down is uh, is really tough. Um, got some really good wide receivers there, uh, and they took advantage of their matchups. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be interesting moving forward for for Steve's team. I I agree. I'm I'm interested to see how that'll that'll play out. Um, you know, has scary team, but um, you know we've all had to face the injury bug a little bit here and there. So we'll see how how he comes out of it. But uh, you know, Daniel, um, uh, worst contract <laughs> of the week award, you win. Great soundbite. Very appropriate for that. Um... Moving on into the next one here, a matchup, uh, OB, does OBJ shit in the woods versus DraftJoshAllen.com. Um, another week, another Josh Allen. Uh, points were down, but his low this week, it, his low this year so far is high for other quarterbacks. You know, that, that's, an, that's an aspect of a great fantasy player right there. And uh, still riding that train with him, Jordan. Uh, you know, and like I said, I'll keep admitting – I didn't see it coming. You were right. I was wrong. Great draft. Um, Todd Gurley actually put up decent points. Didn't see that coming. Kareem Hunt looking to be an absolute fantasy fantasy stud for Jordan. Um, this team is looking to become more dangerous every week, um, capitalizing on other guys' losses. Uh, Kareem Hunt's and Josh Allen going forward with DeAndre Hopkins you might have the best quarterback, the best running back, and the best wide receiver for fantasy on the same team. It, it's that good. It's that type of ceiling and potential for his team here. Um, that with, with only a Devontae Adams coming back, 
very scary. So let's see what uh, see what uh, Jordan's able to actually GM this team to this year. Uh, looking over at uh, Ryan's team, he seemed very confident, Ross. Um, he seemed very confident that he was going to be able to turn this around. Um, I am not as optimistic for for our friend Ryan Contra. Um, MVS, I hope he drops him. Absolute garbage of a fantasy player. Um, and I'm going to ride that train. Uh, hell, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they cut the man. I, I am that angry with him. Robert Woods, I know there's an argument that he's the best uh, Rams wide receiver, but that offense does not look the same. Cooper Cup is definitely getting more looks, looking to steal more from Robert Woods. Dalvin Cook seems to be the lone bright spot for this team. Um, if some injuries are able to, you know, get or get some of these players back, Chris Godwin obviously will help this team. Cam Akers coming back. Let's see what happens. I don't even know what A.J. Brown's going to do. Is he going to actually get on the field and be able to play? John New Smith is looking absolutely awesome. Hell, the Titans are in a COVID thing. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, definitely feeling like this team is has some cloudiness coming its way, and we're not sure where the storm's going to take him. But, um Big week by uh, Jordan here and uh, another scary team. Agreed. Jordan's team is is very scary and a rather pedestrian game out of Josh Allen. Let's be completely honest. Uh, almost 30 points. That's not enough for me uh, to consider Josh Allen premium anymore. Uh, it has to be at least 30. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, it's another good team, and I think uh, it was a good idea – uh, Jordan, for you to change your team name because you are no longer cursed. Um, you know, Josh Allen, again, good game against Las Vegas. Gurley scoring two touchdowns. Uh, Kareem Hunt now will be pretty much wide open to do Kareem Hunt things, uh, which is being the best back in the league, uh, in my opinion. DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams when he comes back. Again, scary team with the rookie Justin Jefferson continuing to put up 100 points or 100-yard uh, games. Um it's a scary team, and uh, and they're doing it against pretty decent matchups as well. Um, you know, I think uh, it'll it'll continue to get better for Jordan. And if you flip over to the other side, uh, I agree. I love the optimism out of out of Ryan. Uh, that's what a, a GM should have in his team. Um, Miles Sanders. Hopefully, if the line gets a little bit healthy, if Lane Johnson can come back, but. That Philadelphia Eagles team is absolutely decimated by offensive line injuries, which does not help Miles Sanders at all. Uh, Dalvin Cook, again, lone bright spot. And um, Moist Vaginas not there is absolutely a terrible fantasy player, and he doesn't care about anybody's feelings. Um, I believe he asked all of the Twitter and Instagram followers to stop DMing him. He does not care about your fantasy teams. And uh, first and foremost, I don't think he cares about his career because he is an mm -hmm. absolute shithead. Um, other than that, you know, Traquan Smith is, is another one of these up and down guys. He'll catch two touchdowns and he might go six weeks without doing anything else. Uh, I'm interested to see the GMing that comes out of Ryan's team here, but uh, first and foremost, you got to have confidence and you've got to believe in your players, which he does. So I'm excited to see what he does moving forward. But um, they always say it's darkest before the dawn. Uh, I think dawn yeah, depending on how uh, Jordan's team does for the rest of the year, I'm almost willing to get a shirt made. Uh, just for myself, say uh, my friend Josh Allen, fifth round, and just so there's evidence and I can wear that around. Um, big week out of Jordan. See what see what's to come. See if uh, Ryan can turn some things around here. All right, good. Let's go ahead and dive into the last uh, review of the week. Uh, Ross and matchup. I really, uh, 
feel bad for our guy here. Um, injuries obviously decimated uh, uh, Christian ain't mingling no mo. Um, I feel bad for my for my man Dylan. Uh, I'm missing Christian Christian uh, McCaffrey, and um, we'll see what can turn around. Uh, anytime you're starting two Jets, that's a little scary. Um, we'll be sure to get Chris Carson in there next week. Don't like to see uh, 22 points sitting on your bench there. Uh, Julio Jones still kind of nursing an injury. Uh, the bright spots for his team, obviously, Tyler Lock and Marvin Jones, and obviously you might have an MVP candidate in Russell Wilson. Um, there, I think you'll be able to get some things done, but there's definitely going to need to be some GM in, uh, in to come here. And he ran into an absolute wall of you this week. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure you, the short bus ran over. Christian ain't mingling no more. Um, Patrick Mahomes didn't do Patrick Mahomes things and still put up 24 points. I, I honestly didn't see how he did that. Um, all of a sudden, he has 24 points next to the name. And that's So he's able to do that. That's impressive. But uh, the biggest story for your team this week is no mix putting up 40 points in a standard league. Holy moly. If he is able to look like that coming into the uh, future weeks to come, um, I don't think you're going to be missing uh, Saquon Barkley too much. He's looking to step in those shoes pretty well for you there. And Antonio Gibson definitely looked uh, looked good as well. If you're able to get production out of those guys, uh, your team's going to do just fine. Um, that's That's what I got on that review. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, good, uh, good week for, for the short bus. Did not see that coming. I, uh, I really like Dylan's matchups this week. Uh, Russell Wilson versus Miami, um, you know, Julio versus Green Bay, and then uh, again Lockett uh, playing in there. But uh, I, I do. This isn't this isn't a win that I like to I, I like to have. Um, you know, the Russ and Mahomes were pretty even, but uh, Joe Mixon probably just blew his entire load for the the season in this. One performance with three touchdowns uh, overall, three total touchdowns. Uh, Antonio Gibson getting a little bit of run, which was nice to have, but uh, I don't foresee that continuing. DJ Chark catching two touchdowns against Cincinnati probably won't continue. And then uh, Mark Andrews seems to have two touchdowns, no touchdowns, no touchdowns, and then two touchdowns. So I probably have two bad weeks coming from him. Um, the short bus, you know, we're, we're rolling, but uh, yeah, I'm still still a little worried about it. Um, you know, happy to get the win this week, happy to be where I'm at in the league. But, uh, you know, Dylan, I know you were decimated by some injuries there, my man. And uh, hopefully uh, Christian can get back there and get some mingling uh, going on and uh, get this team in the right direction because uh, it's a it's a good squad. It's got good bones, got a good depth. Um, just need to get some of those players. Yep, and that's, and uh, that's the reviews for the week. Uh, Ross, any sponsors for our reviews this week? Yeah, um, for this week's sponsor, I mean, we had to deal with a whole lot this week. So uh, if you go back uh, and, and do it, um, our sponsor would be uh, oh. Xanax. Very Take appropriate. Very appropriate there. Um, definitely uh, looking to get some Xanax if you need it for uh, future weeks to come here. Um, looking to let's go ahead and dive into uh, some previews this week. Um, let's go ahead and start off with our matchup, Ross. You know. We're brothers, but we're going to be in between the fancy football lines, and uh, that obviously makes us enemies this week. I'm trying to throw some uh, crazy stuff your way, uh, maybe a curveball or two. 
Um, really not going to dive into too much what I'm trying to do this week. All I'm looking for is uh, the two errands to get their heads together and, uh, you know, do some errand type things. And uh, we've been talking to Kittle Skittle. Guy's revved up. Guy's revved up to come out of the locker room. He is just an absolute monster. Hasn't hit the field that much. He's ready to roll on over into uh, week five here to gain some more production. So, you know, I'll leave some some things back for the review next week. Uh, but, you know, let's, let's see how this goes. Uh, you know, ESPN has you projected to uh, absolute kick my butt. So we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, this uh, I think if everybody takes a look at it, this is my matchup of the week. Um, you know, not not to sound uh, too over overconfident or, or, or over jealous or zealous or anything along those lines. I think my biggest um, probably my biggest uh, chance to win this week is that Aaron Rodgers is on a buy early bye week uh, hitting, which I think hopefully we can take advantage. But uh, you never know. Again, last week there were a lot of good matchups, a lot of good fantasy uh, possibilities. But last week, again, was the epitome of fantasy football. You expect good things out of one guy, and that just doesn't happen. And you don't expect anything, and Joe Mixon goes off for 30-some points. So you, you just can't tell. And this week, um, like you said, ESPN's got it labeled as a pretty easy win. But I don't foresee that happening. Um, You've got some good matchups there. Josh Jacobs, I do anticipate taking advantage of the Kansas City defense a little bit. Uh, the Chargers are a pretty porous run defense, so it looks like you got Latavius Murray in there now. Scoring touchdowns last week, I, I see that role continuing to expand for him, especially as New Orleans opens their playbook, as they normally do uh, later in the season. Um, I think you've got me receiver-wise. Allen Robinson uh, looks a lot better now with uh, Nick Foles in there, being able to actually get it to the number one target. And then DK Metcalf is an absolute beast. Um, I think CeeDee Lamb probably has a, a good week. It's the Giants, of course, who doesn't have a good week against the Giants. I think I actually put up .01 fantasy points last week against the Giants. So I expect CeeDee Lamb to continue to roll there. Uh, Kittle, like you said, absolute monster. And then Fuller, um, you know, the guy's going to either score 22 or point two, and uh, it looks like at least without DeAndre Hopkins, he's going to continue to put up some big numbers there. Uh, I'm a little worried about my receiving core, who I've got in there right now, may not play because of injuries. You know, Raheem Mostert uh, going against Miami. It's a pretty good game for him to come back against, but, uh, you know, it really just depends. You don't know what his role is going to be. Wilson and McKinnon have looked, uh, have looked pretty good, so – Kind of tough to tell where it's going to go there. My biggest hope is, again, that Patrick Mahomes just lights up Las Vegas and uh, i got to hope for a win uh, in this one. But you've got the number one and two teams going against each other. So if you guys are looking for a matchup this week, um, this is the one to, to, to go with. But if we're going to continue uh, our picks, I actually have you uh, no. uh, opposite of what ESPN says. I think your matchups are a lot better. You've got biting me. On. I'm not biting on this voodoo. I'm gonna pick you. I'm not. I'm not taking it. So listen here. We. I heard some nervousness on your wide receivers. We're gonna look to capitalize on that. In between the lines, we're talking to the guys in the locker room. We're gonna come out trying to fire on all cylinders. I see what you're trying to do. We're we're looking through it. But I actually will, since you are my brother. I have been sprinkling jalapenos in people's cornflakes before they go out and play. Now, and your starting lineup, I will allow you to actually choose the two players 
that I will sprinkle the jalapenos in this week. So if you want to go ahead and give me their names, I will go ahead and go to their homes and sprinkle in their uh, their. First one is going to be Rodrigo Blankenship. Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker from Indianapolis. Um, Rodrigo Blankenship uh, would be the first one because he uh, handles jalapenos very well. Uh, and then the next one is Juju Smith-Schuster because he needs a little kick in the rear. So you can sprinkle jalapeno uh, peppers. Those are the two guys I'll be visiting. Obviously, Rodrigo will go there um, first. Let those uh, sit in a little bit longer and, and uh, see how that comes out and works out for him this and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, no good Juju for you this week. Um, you're going to get some jalapenos, my friend. Um, I'm ready to uh, move on into the next matchup here and uh, looking to be a munching on rugs versus uh, Philip Oliver Holes. Um, two great team names going at it here. Uh, really appreciate you guys putting a lot of effort into those. Uh, I, I, every time I read them, I still get a little bit of a chuckle. Um let me tell you, uh, I felt like Philip Oliver Holes really uh, went to the drawing board and and uh, put a good strategy up against uh, Matt last week. But let's see if he can carry that on over into this week and see if it'll work out for a win here. Tyler Murray, Clyde Edwards-Solaire, and obviously OBJ. If Michael Thomas actually plays, I'm going with uh, Philip Oliver Holes to get a little bit of a turnaround right here, sitting at one and three. Um, if Daniel uses the alternates correctly. Uh, moving forward, definitely a lot of questions. You know, is Calvin really going to be healthy? Uh, Lamar Jackson seemed to have a leg injury. Uh, let's see how it works out. But I think there's a lot of questions uh, on Daniel's roster this week. Um, I'm going with uh, Philip Oliver Holes. I think that's a good pick. Uh, this one's a tough matchup for, for me to pick. I think both teams are poised to go off, or both teams could be poised to not do anything at all. We've seen it in uh, both of them uh, in, throughout the season. Both uh, have happened. Uh, in my professional opinion, so if everybody wants to write this down, my professional opinion, I like Parker's matchups a little bit better. Uh, Murray versus the Jets, they've been pretty, uh, pretty prone to giving up a lot of points to the quarterback. Um, CHE versus Las Vegas, uh, or CH, excuse me, versus Las Vegas, I, I think you know, Gruden is not really stopping too many people at this point. Um, Thomas, uh, will, will be back hopefully, at least from everything that I'm, uh, I'm reading. Um, and then Kelly, uh, I think he's going to end up getting a lot of run there, uh, now with, um, you know, with, uh, 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 Eckler being down. So I, uh, I do like Parker's matchups a lot better. You know, there's a lot of things that, that could go right here. I think Calvin Ridley could always go off. Uh, Travis Kelsey is always a wild card. He could put up 10. He could put up 30. You don't know. And then Lamar Jackson and Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott is probably going to have a huge day uh, against the Giants. So this one's tough to predict, but I do have Parker winning this one 125 to 119. Uh, and as we have said, or as I've said the last couple weeks, none of my scores have been right. But you better darn well believe if one of them hits, you are going to hear awesome. about I hope it we do. right here you on know, the pod. I definitely look forward to, to that happening at least once or twice this season. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the next matchup, a real uh, David versus Goliath here. Um, I know we're both sitting at two and two. When I say David versus Goliath, it is uh, one team is trending in a very upright position. Of uh, team seems very uh, phallic. That is a word of the week for you. Um, look it up. 
Uh, I'm not could sure we get the country the of origin. Country of origin. We could probably just say American, U.S. of A. Um, but uh, the one team looking, you know, phallic here is definitely uh, DraftJoshAllen.com. Um, it is uh, an incredible team. Like I said, Kareem Hunt looking to be an absolute stud at running back. DeAndre Hopkins looking to be the best wide receiver in football. Uh, and Josh Allen looking to perform, do Josh Allen things. Uh, Justin Jefferson, another great pickup by Jordan. You know, I seen he seems to have done done something in the lab when he was picking these guys to really say, all right, I'm going to do something special this year. Um, let's see what David can do here against Goliath. Uh, is he able to hurl the stone and uh, really uh, knock off uh, a guy who's on the rise and? in a uh, good position to take uh, take some moves up the uh, standing board. Whoever comes out of this one, um, looking to be in a good position, obviously at three and two. Um, if Russell Wilson is able to put the team on his back and Chris Carson, you know, those guys uh, and Tyler Lockett, I mean, that's a three-headed monster from Seattle. Let's see if they're able to really uh, get Dylan a win here. I think it sits on all three of those guys' shoulders, and that's usually not the case. Let's see what those three guys from Seattle can do, but uh, – I got to pick Jordan this week. Yeah, I think another good pick there. Um, you know, another good quarterback matchup. I think both of them are poised to probably put up thirty plus points. You know, Allen continues to to do Josh Allen things again. A rather pedestrian, less than thirty point game last week, but uh, I think he gets back to it here versus Tennessee. Um, you know, Russ, the number one, uh, you know, one of the the number one quarterback right now uh, in the league with 38 points, averaging 38 points a game. Um, Minnesota's got a pretty porous defense, and I think he'll probably be able to have his way. Uh, as long as he's throwing it to Tyler Lockett um, and getting the ball to Chris Carson, I think that's what really gives uh, Dylan's team a chance here uh, and will allow him to mingle uh, a little bit in this game. But, um, yeah, I think the, the Cowboys defense has a great matchup in the Giants. They're absolutely lost. Uh, Jason Garrett has really showed that he has just the most vanilla offense uh, on the entire face of the planet. I'm not entirely sure what dirt he has on somebody for him to continue to be in the NFL, but uh, he has showed on more than one occasion that he is an absolutely awful football coach, um, and that continues to be true here. Um, but I am going to have to, again, go with these matchups. Kareem Hunt against Indianapolis. That's the number one defense going against the number one running back. I still think Kareem Hunt's the number one back in the league, so I think he really puts up some big points here um, in, the, in this one again. Uh, really tough to beat. So I uh, also have Jordan. One thing I have for Dylan this week, uh, he does have one of my bold predictions. Uh, Zach Ertz going for two touchdowns and a buck 20. So we'll see if that bold prediction holds out true there. And if he's able to get that, you know, he might be able to take my pick and shove it up my butt. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it works. Um, Good luck with that. The only coach that's worse than Jason Garrett is Doug. You heard it here first, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Um, going on to the next matchup, uh, does OBJ shit in the woods versus, uh, Nick Thielen hurting? Um, we, uh, have another matchup between Contras this week. Um, and we're going to go ahead and say, uh, whoever loses this week, you know, is going to get the worst Contra of the week award. You know, Steve has to battle his, uh, battles way out of these. And to be honest with you, I don't think he's going to have to battle too hard. He lost Eckler. He lost chubb but i'm picking steve 
Deshaun Watson, I think, is going to bounce back with Bill O'Brien not being there. I don't know why. I just do. He's another bold prediction this week, throwing for 400 yards and four touchdowns. I see Deshaun Watson having a big week against Jacksonville. Uh, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Robbie Anderson, all three of those guys, I, I, have, I have more faith in them than uh, A.J. Brown, Chris Godwin, and uh, Robert Woods. I'm not even sure if Chris Godwin's going to be on the field. Not sure if A.J. Brown's going to be on the field due to COVID. Um, going with uh, the younger, the youngest uh, contra this week and Steve. Let's see uh, who walks out of the octagon. Yeah, another another contra matchup, like you said. Steve right now is one and zero versus brothers. Uh, I also agree. I think he goes two and zero at this point. Um, stays undefeated in that realm. Cook and Sanders are really going to need to have a big showing against uh, Seattle and Pittsburgh. But the problem is those are two pretty stout defenses. Seattle's given up a lot through the air, but not a whole lot on the ground. So Dalvin Cook's going to have to really carve out uh, some hard-earned yardage here. Miles Sanders uh, is playing for probably the worst coach in the entire league who needs to be kicked in the nuts. Um, but he doesn't ha- hire any coordinators to, to do so on a day-to-day basis. Uh, man is an absolute idiot. Um, so I don't see I don't see Miles Sanders having the game that he probably should. Um, and then again, like you just said, uh, Thielen, Diggs, and Anderson I think have some some pretty good games against Seattle, Tennessee, and Atlanta. Um, it's going to be really hard for for Ryan to pull out a win here this week. I'm also going with Nick's Thielen, Hurton uh, picked up a good uh, picked up a good back, and and Justin Jackson. Uh, not only you know Kelly's a good one, but uh, Justin Jackson um, I think will also get some run this week because no one back uh, can take it all by himself. So I think that's a, a good pickup there. So I also have Steve in this one, um, one twenty eight to one oh one. I, I think he continues to stay undefeated here. And my bold prediction uh, actually comes out – one of my bold predictions actually comes out of this game as well, and that is Robbie Anderson outscores all Atlanta wide receivers combined. Jones, Ridley, Gage, hey, you know, whoever they throw out there, he scores all That's other bold. If you Atlanta hit on that, wide uh, receivers combined. Take that one to Vegas, boy. Uh, we just want a lot of money. Um. Let's go ahead and dive on to the next matchup here. Uh, This is actually, uh, you know, an intriguing matchup. I'm going to, you know, you chose our game as the game of the week. I'm choosing this one as my game of the week. Um, Two and two versus two and two. One scary team uh, with Matt. Obviously, he has a three-headed monster, a wide receiver, and the running backs playing well. Dak Prescott's looking to always be behind and throw the ball a lot. But uh, these two guys that play video games every night against each other, looking forward to hearing the trash talk. Um, you know, they always seem to be partner up on, on, uh, on the box, but, uh, they are foes between the lines this week. Um, let's see if a former champion is able to take on this beast. Um, just to go, just to show they're both two and two one's fourth in the league, one's eighth in the league. So that just goes to show how important scoring points are in this league. And, uh, Matt sure has done that, but, uh, let's see what happens. Um, Amari Cooper is uh, matched up with uh, New York, and obviously if Dak Prescott's putting up the ball, I look to see uh, Amari Cooper putting up big points. Um, I'm actually going with an upset this week. I'm actually picking a question dominate the Contras. Uh, I just have a feeling that James Robinson um, and if Derrick Henry actually gets out on the field and Mike Davis 
I actually think they're going to have some pretty big games and they're going to overthrow uh, this monster against Matt. But uh, I'll tell you what, as I look at Matt's team, I don't feel good about my pick. That's for sure. But I'm picking Colin this week. I think that's a big poll prediction, but I think you can take it and stick it in your ear. Um, Matt's got a really good team. And like you said, two and two, as we get further into the fantasy season, right, week four is a big defining week. But then again, week five is also a big defining week, right? One of these teams is going to be three and two at the end of it, and the other is going to be two and three. And that really starts to separate the league a little bit and uh, put some distance between those that are, are going to be in the playoffs and those that aren't. Uh, both have really good teams at this point. Um, it's a tough matchup here in week five for both of them to kind of play. Uh, I think ESPN has this scored very, very low. Uh, Dak is going to have an absolutely huge game. Um, you know, top three quarterback right now in the league in fantasy points uh, against the Giants. Again, absolute dumpster fire. Uh this is why you don't hire a special teams coach as your head coach because he has absolutely no idea what he's doing if it's not special teams. Uh, and that's shown uh, so far here in New York. Uh, Kamara, I think, has a pretty good matchup uh, against the Chargers. Melvin Gordon will probably have a tough go of it against New England. Um, and I think that's where Cullen can make up some ground. Uh, Derrick Henry pulls Buffalo, which is pretty tough. But Derrick Henry's going to do Derrick Henry things and continue to run the ball and get his 15-plus points uh, a game. James Robinson facing the uh, Houston. Uh, Romeo Cornell, um, now uh, the interim head coach. Um, Defensive-minded guy, but Bill O'Brien really screwed that team. Um, so even if he left, it was going to make anybody at the helm look just awful. And uh, I think James Robinson gets back to it and scores a couple touchdowns this week. Amari Cooper is going to have a big week against the Giants. So that's one thing that Cullen has going through him, for him. Anytime Zach throw, Dak throws six to Amari, uh, it's going to be six for Cullen. So I think it's a pretty, pretty good matchup. I think it's going to be a decent amount more points scored than what ESPN has it here. Um, I think this is, again, going to be a, a pretty – Pretty high-scoring game, but I have Matt. That seems like a close matchup you got right there. We'll see how these guys are able to handle uh, possibly some uh, COVID testing with Derrick Henry and uh, Tennessee and how they're able to adjust with uh, big fancy players on the block. Um, that's it for the reviews. Uh, Ross, uh, can we get a little bit of a soundbite, little song here for Jordan? Uh, I know he loves the music in these things. Um, let's get him a little little bit of noise for to round up the, uh, the, the previews this week. All right, and this one is your matchups of the week. Now, I would uh, go ahead and say, do any of you guys know what that theme music goes to? Um, if you do not know, then shame on you. Yeah, uh, Ross, uh, I'm going to uh, kind of move into you. a new segment here that we uh, that we introduced last week. Um, I obviously gave a review on the spicy McNuggets from McDonald's, and uh, obviously I gave them a great grade. Um, I have a feeling uh, from our conversations earlier earlier this week that you had them as well. I'd like to get your food review on the spicy McNuggets from McDonald's, and then also. The hard uh, seltzers, uh, the platinum Bud Light platinums. Um, love to get your review on those. Yeah, so uh, I did have 
the spicy McNuggets. And uh, I will, I'll be completely honest. Blew my mind. Don't think I will ever actually be able to eat regular nuggets from McDonald's again. Pretty good stuff that McDonald's put out there with the spicy nuggets. Dip them in some ranch. I didn't get the hot sauce with it because the DoorDasher forgot it, but that's okay. Uh, Still a really good product that McDonald's put out there with the spicy nuggets. So I appreciate your review. It got me out there uh, really, really excited. Um, However, I did try something this weekend. It was something that I heard about here in the group text uh, for the Fat Sundays Fantasy Football League uh, guys. It was the Bud Light Platinum Seltzers. I did go out and try those. I had three flavors in the six-pack that I bought. It was citrus, blood orange, and wild berry. Um, I drank all six of them. I don't recommend that um, because they do some damage. After the first three, I can't entirely tell you what the taste was, um, but I did try the citrus first. kind of takes you back, gives you a little bit of a mellow summer feel, um, gives you a little bit of a, an upkick Zima. Uh, for back in the day type sip, um, so it was it was pretty good, uh, pretty good, not too bad. The blood orange kind of I I would drink that at every single brunch that I go to from now on. So it you know gives you that very brunch, sit, uh, orangey type feel, not too bad. And then the wild berry, you know, it's there. It likes to party, and uh, it'll it'll really get your get your palate get your palate going. Um, you know, I uh, I can't say it really differentiates itself from other seltzers that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, got them on sale from the beer distributor, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, overall, I give them a C plus uh, right there, middle of the road. Uh, I don't think it did much to differentiate itself other than the fact of the matter that they have 8% alcohol, and that gets the job done very quickly. However, if we're going to continue with the food review, you might have had it. You might not have. Get to Chipotle, whether you're a fan or not, and get the carne asada steak. It is back at Chipotle for limited time. It is absolute heaven, boys and girls. Absolute heaven. It is uh, a thin piece of very tenderly cooked steak thrown into some cilantro that accents the perfectly seasoned steak. Absolutely creates a butterfly fairy dancing on your taste buds. Absolutely love it. And if you really want to, if you really want to get a little crazy and have yourself a good time, throw some regular steak on there. Go double meat with the carne asada steak and the regular steak, and you're going to need two napkins, one yeah. for your mouth. You know, and I one always from love having a good uh, food That's review, my review and trying uh, going steak. back and trying things. And I tell you what, I don't remember the last time I had a solid stool, so I really look forward to keeping that uh, that streak going. Uh, with the with the carne asada, obviously back at back at Chipotle. A little sad to hear about the uh, the platies. Um, I'm a big platy fan of uh, Bud Light Platinum. Um, you know, a C plus. Uh, you know, I'll still go out and try it for a C plus. Um, but it seems to be a consensus on the spicy McNuggets. If you haven't had them yet, you need to go get them. Uh, the hot sauce is good, but my review on that is get them with the ranch. Um, so there's your food review for the week. Uh, Ross, uh, looking looking at this, uh, the 20% discount code this week, um, 
you know, the, the best way to uh, go get a pumpkin from a pumpkin patch is, uh, is with a 20% discount. And uh, this week's code uh, goes towards uh, pumpkin patch picking. And uh, we're also, let's hear that code uh, for anyone who wants to go pick some pumpkins this week. Barf emoji. Can you? The barf emoji. Okay. Just put the barf emoji in there. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin patch. You heard it here. Barf. Let them know that the barf emoji is out and free and go go pick them while they're hot, boys. Um, you COVID or not, I, I see trailers of people on the farms all the time. You know, if there's one thing that people cannot stand, it's uh, not being able to go pick their pumpkins and their apples in the fall time, even during a pandemic. You know, they really need to make sure they're out there getting those apples and pumpkins. So use that code barf emoji this week. Get out there, get pumpkins, get your apples, and uh, we'll be sure to uh, make sure that goes on. Uh, Ross, next on your agenda. Yeah, so I uh, just wanted to kind of want to kind of to to go through. Um, I say we get some some of our bold predictions uh, out there. Um, I don't know if you had any more. Like I said, I think Robbie Anderson outscores all the other Atlanta wide receivers along with that bold prediction in that game. Um, I think Dan Quinn gets fired at halftime and the Falcons come back and actually win that game. It's going to be the first time that a coach has been let go in the middle of the game and then they come back out and win. So that's another bold prediction. Uh, Big one that I've got is uh, Kyle Allen starting over Dwayne Haskins, which I think is an absolutely brilliant move by Ron Rivera, really flexing – in that in, in that wow. setting now, I think he throws for 400 yards. Go get him, pick him up, put him in your lineup. I did my other league, uh, pretty much because I have nobody else. Uh, Danny Dimes, I think, has a huge day against Dallas because let's be completely honest, Dak's going to have a huge day, but Dallas is going to lose that game. Uh, I think the the Giants come out. I think he outplays Dak for their first win, and then I'm going to get real bold. And I'm going to say that Latavius wow. Murray wow. out. That would be uh, an absolutely uh, awesome thing for my squad. I would absolutely enjoy that against you this week if that is the case. Um, and I tell you what, my two bold predictions were uh, Zach Ertz going for two touchdowns and 120 yards. Let's see if that comes uh, to fruition. Um, and uh, we'll go ahead and also say. Um, Inside joke there with a, a, a old fruition, um, but I also had Deshaun Watson going for uh, 400 yards and four touchdowns. Maybe rushing, maybe throwing. Uh, we do not know. Um, we'll go ahead and say that the other, my biggest bowl prediction of this week is um, actually Adam Gase goes into uh, the Cardinals locker room and upper decks their whole team. And uh, Colin Murray and uh, Kenyon Drake aren't able to handle it. And Joe Flacco comes out with a win against the Cardinals. So we'll see if uh, Adam Gase's tactic of upper decking the other team actually works, seeing how it uh, actually affects his team, and he is uh, very confident that it'll work against the Cardinals this week. Yeah, I can't wait to see Adam Gase play against the Browns if they do play against one another this year because I think if that happens, OBJ pulls it out. Rubs it all over his body. Yeah, that's going to be one hell of a matchup. I tell you what, tremendously um, in Adam Gates. A lot of face. feces being thrown through the air, um, and you just never know what's going to happen when 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 the poop gets to flying. Adam Gates, OBJ, uh, one one hell of a matchup if that if that is able to happen. Um, 
I'm actually, I want to make a note here. Um, really excited. I'm going to, after this, I'm going to go into the rules of uh, the alternates before we uh, do some dad jokes and close up. Um, really excited for our next week's guest. Um, really want you guys to tune in next week. Uh, not, not your, uh, can, you know, your regular guests of Fat Sunday's Fantasy Football League. Definitely uh, get excited because we're looking to have a big personality on here. Um, and really hope you guys are, are uh, excited, just as excited as I am to figure out who it is. Um, really looking forward to it. Um, Ross. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and dive into the uh, the alternates. Obviously, coronavirus is looking to be uh, one hell of a beast that we're going to have to work around this week. Um, really want to thank Steve for bringing it to my attention. You know, the most impressive thing I'd have to say all, all year is the amount of attention that Matt and Steve are throwing into the league and the team that Jordan has. You know, the league's never been stronger. If these three guys are really able to put this time and effort into it, I'll tell you what, this league's going great places. Um, Matt's calling me. And, you know, letting me know about, you know, what are we going to do with coronavirus? <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. And it's like, wow, you know, let, let's figure this out. Steve actually is uh, on the mic with me, throwing out great suggestions. Uh, he's going to give credit to someone else. But I heard it from Steve first. So I'm giving him the credit. Um, if you are experiencing COVID related issues and postponed games, obviously ESPN has said that up till Tuesday, that it still applies to the same week. You don't have to worry about it going towards the next week or anything like that. Um, But if we do have a postponed game and you have players who are in that postponed game and they are your traditional starters, or it doesn't even have to be your traditional starters, but if you want them to play in your week, uh, you need to have alternates for those players. doesn't matter how many players uh, it is, as long as they are playing in those postponed games. You need to have submitted to me uh, your alternate player for whoever is in that game in case they do not play by Sunday, 1 p.m. We had a little bit of a mishap with Daniel Contra. I'm not sure if he uh, was going rogue, but uh, I don't know if he was a good rule follower. I don't know if he was a good rule follower growing up or if he was one of those kids that purely just didn't read the directions. Um, He did it backwards. Do not put in your alternate players and then expect me to go back to put in the postponed players. Put in the players who are in a postponed game first or in question first, the ones that you want to play. And then if I need to, I will go back and then sub in your alternate player if the game does not happen. So that is what we're doing for that. Um, that is a league note, very serious. Take it seriously. Uh, ladies, if you are still listening, please be on top of your, uh, league member, uh, physically and literally with it comes to, um, the fantasy lineup, stay on top of them. Ross. (laughs) Appreciate you saying that. Uh, any dad jokes for this week before we close it out? Yeah, so before I get into the dad jokes, I uh, just wanted to let you guys know that uh, I do have some TNZ, TMZ updates for you. Uh, some that, uh, that that blew my mind. Uh, first and foremost is Patrick Mahomes is sleeping separ- separately from his pregnant fiance due to the COVID outbreak. So he has been sleeping separately uh, from his fiance, but 
guys and gals, I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest with you. It doesn't matter. Patrick Mahomes is going to find a way to score. Um, yeah. See. This one completely blew my mind. Did you know that the apple from Adam and Eve meant that it was sex? She did not actually bite into an apple. She got with the devil. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, talk to your talk to your your Sunday school teachers. Let them know. Crazy stuff blew my mind. And then, lastly, for the TMZ updates, uh, we learned late last night that uh, Mr. Eddie Van Halen, probably one of the best guitarists that's out there, great performer, uh, had a lot of good music that was out. Uh, yeah, passed I'll... away last night. So 2020 needs to knock it off. Yeah, and um, second that. Completely, if you guys have the opportunity to turn off the uh, classic rock. There. Really so, lighten the radio up with some Eddie Van Halen. Um, I am a big fan of him. Uh, you know, a lot of people are going to say Jimi Hendrix, uh, Santana, Slash, um, you know, might be the best guitarist of all time. Um, obviously, they say that, you know, Jimi Hendrix might be takes that but i'm gonna go ahead and go out on a limb here um absolutely love eddie van halen um love listening to his music every time it's coming it's like oh my gosh he is he's put out so many top 10 uh top 10 songs and uh i'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there eddie van halen best guitarist all time i know there's gonna be a lot of debate on that but you heard it you heard it from me first that uh, that's not a bold prediction that's my honest opinion eddie van halen best guitarist of all time Yeah, I, I think it's a good one. Um, yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to, to his family. Uh, definitely definitely not something you wanted to see. Only 65 years old. Uh, so Eddie Van Halen brought a lot of, brought a lot of happiness. So um, tough one. 2020, like I said, needs to knock it off with, uh, with the celebrities. So before I get into some dad jokes, I'll give you my ranks going into, going into to week uh, five here. Uh, again, like them, don't like them. They're my ranks. You can put yours out there. Uh, it's a mixture of taking some, uh, putting some teams into Roto World, um, looking at the ESPN and Yahoo ranking, rankings and how they would put the teams out. So here's what I've got right now. Number one, I've got James and his beans. Uh, two, Matt's big hang down backwards. Uh, number three, we got Jordan continuing to Allen.com on everybody. Um Four, I got Daniel and his rugs, even though the last two weeks have been pretty pretty gross. Uh, get those things Stanley steamed, and you'll be right back into it, my friend. Um, Cullen, continue to dominate those Contras. Uh, I got him at number five. Parker and Mr. Holes, uh, they've got a lot of got a lot of good bones. Uh, you just need to build them back up, uh, get those guys pointed in the right direction. Uh, number seven, I got Steve, and I know he's hurting, but, uh, again, I think he can make a real run. Um, like you said, James, he's got some great preparation. Um, number eight, I've got me in the bus. Um, who knows what's going to happen with this COVID outbreak? Uh, my team's reeling a little bit. Going to have to continue to make some some waiver wire pickups. Can't depend on those big games week to week. So I don't know if that's a sustainable score for me to continue to push forward. Number nine, I got Dylan hurting. Uh, I know you you're hurt, but you got to get back out there. You know the mingle, the Christian mingle may not be there. Join tender, join plenty of fish. There's a lot of people looking to get after it. And uh, I think you could you could absolutely hop right in with that. And then number ten, um, you know, Ryan. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> yeah, that you know, I'm uh, definitely agreeing with those rankings. Uh, other than you, I'm going to swap uh, you and Daniel Contra out. I think Daniel Daniel's team is uh, taking a little bit of a left turn here. Um, 
but I uh, that, that's a, that's a, I'm, I agree with the rankings. Um, I think those bottom bottom three teams are definitely going to have a have a hard time here. Uh, doesn't mean that they can't pull it out. But I do do want to make the note I've mentioned already in previous uh, episodes that there will be a form of uh, excitement when it comes to the losers bracket this year. You're going to want to win that. Um, still, uh, the verdict still out on what the actual event will be or what it is for, but it is going to be more exciting this year. Pay attention to what's coming out. Definitely uh, once once we get down to that, um, Ross. My man, dad jokes. All right. So got a couple here for you. And then uh, a joke for a conversation starter. Uh, The first joke that I have for everybody is how does a penguin build a house? Hopefully he doesn't talk to Adam Gaze. Build a house. It glues it together. It glues it together. So that's that's number one. Um, I got another one here uh, for you guys. Um, so, did you hear a cheese factory exploded in France? No, I, I don't did know not, and that's an absolute tragedy. Did you hear tragedy. a cheese factory exploded in France? <laughs> Debris if you heard that, everywhere. Evan thought that was funny in the background. She loves a good uh, Brie joke. Um, I've never seen anyone attack Brie harder than my wife. Um, I challenge anyone to uh, a Brie off who, if they are uh, willing to accept a challenge between Evan and uh, any any other wife or member of this league, um, the challenge will be here. I will bake the Brie's myself. I will top them with whatever toppings they need to be uh, topped with. And uh, I would love to uh, get a video of the Brie contest if anyone's willing to take it. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. I sure as heck don't want to be a part of it. I don't uh, know if I can join that competition. And then the last one I've got, again, this is a water cooler. You got to put your arm around the person. You got to pull them in tight. You got to make eye contact. Very important, the eye contact. Don't break it, right? You get in tight. You say, why did the old man fall in the well? Why did the old man fall in the well? You might get a look, a raised Hmm. eyebrow. But why did the old man fall in the well? (laughs) The old man can't see. Uh, I definitely feel that. I turned 30. My vision was already poor. It's only getting worse. I agree. Old man cannot see the well. Mm. Those are those are my dad jokes for for this week. Um, I'll keep them coming, but uh, appreciate everybody getting getting in there. Yeah. And um, um, go ahead and hopefully close you can some things use some up. Uh, really appreciate you week. guys. Uh, you know, tuning into the podcast, getting some. Uh, Reviews, whether it's better or for worse. I uh, love how some wives are listening to this. I hope uh, we can incorporate more things uh, for them. Any segments from them that they'd like for uh, me and Ross to discuss upon, or even with the special guests when we bring them on, uh, let's let's uh, let's get something for those wives. What segments would you like to hear? Um, and I tell you what, I uh, I really appreciate uh, everyone's um, you know enthusiasm this season. 
We're navigating it together. And there's there's no other fancy football league I'd rather be in. And uh, I tell you what, really appreciate everyone going through it together. Let's see how this uh, season keeps going on through the first quarter here, and uh, let's let's make it a ne- another good quarter. Hopefully, coronavirus doesn't make us all uh, cry and uh, drink a whole lot more uh, with sadness and sorrow. Uh, that wouldn't be good for anybody. But um, that's that's all I got this week. Um, really appreciate you guys. That that's all I got. Commissioner Jimmy's out.